the Loud Sports Show. Both teams play hard. I'm a man. I'm 40. Both teams play hard. What? Both teams play hard. I'm sorry, Fiesta. Both teams play hard. Diddly. Poo. God bless and good night. Send it in, Jerome. All right, man. We are back. Back in the saddle for another episode. Episode number 30 of the Live Sports Show. As always, I am Justin. He is Anthony. And uh, we are here, I guess, on Clipper Sunday, I guess you can call it, right? Fuck those Clippers. The Clippers have uh, somehow managed to make their way down to Game 7. Uh, it's the last remaining first-round series in the NBA playoffs right now. Uh, I, I want to talk a lot about the NBA today, honestly. Not only are the playoffs going on, but <laughs> obviously in the middle of this week, the Boston Celtics were just like, eh, everything we were doing, oh, let's just blow that up. And also, we they saw didn't blow up the team yet. No, they, they haven't blown up the team yet. But uh, needless to say, there have been changes at the top of the Boston Celtics organization, um, as well as even Portland. Portland lost their first round series. Surprise, surprise! If you haven't heard that yet, uh, to the Denver Nuggets, and they've already they've already fired their coach. Who it's weird they fired Terry Stotts. Which, already trying to get a look in, in Orlando. Th- there was, I've look seen, at those houses. I've seen Orlando reports. I've seen Indiana reports. I'm like, how is this guy all of a sudden the most the better question is, why does market? everybody want Jason Kidd as head coach? Jay Kidd, man. Jay Kidd is, uh, he did a pretty good, who, who, who did he coach before? Did he coach? He didn't coach Milwaukee. Was it Milwaukee? Yeah. It was Milwaukee, right? I think he had a stint in Milwaukee and in Brooklyn. Yeah, no? I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the truth is, I think. People see how, <laughs> it's funny as it sounds, even though he was a coach before him, people see how Steve Nash is relating to the guys in Brooklyn, and maybe maybe that's the way to go, is to find someone who relates to the players. I mean, I, I don't know. That's because Jason Kidd must be like, damn, Frank Vogel ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Fuck. Well, he won that title. Damn, he's not going nowhere. He won a title, but he also got them a first-round exit this week. That, that wasn't on him. That was on Street Clothes Davis over there. Oh, yeah. You're on the Street Clothes Mafia? Oh, man. I don't, you know, I don't think about being in a mafia, but when Bockley said that, I was like, he do be rocking fresh gear all the time. I mean, like, it ain't, it ain't a jersey. We it do, ain't the uniform. We do get to see more of his outfits than I, than I would like to for a guy who's supposed to be a top 10 player in the NBA. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, this season, can, these guys – played so much back-to-back basketball especially the lakers and the heat so it's no surprise that the heat got off to a rocky start this season and then though it all just finally caught up with the lakers the same way it really got i mean the heat got blown off the map so it's what it is i mean maybe it'll be better next season get some rest because i don't know who's playing for team usa that's is that I was actually just talking about that the other night. Is that this year? Is the Olympics this summer? I, I can't even keep track of what got pushed back or like June twenty third. It's supposed to start. I don't know who's playing for Team USA. I was say I don't even know where it is. But yeah, I tell you what, it better be a bunch of college kids or something. These pros are going to be like, nope. You think so? I mean, maybe some of the guys who are already at home will play. But I was going to say, I think there's still going to be. You can still get fifteen guys. I think to come out for the Olympics. The question is, will just will that. B or C team, because we've seen this in the past, will that be good enough to get past some of these international teams that are now, this isn't 30 years ago We anymore. should be able to roll out you know? of bed and walk to a gold medal in the Olympics. Should. Okay? Should That's, be is the key I word. don't want to hear this nonsense about, like, the Spanish team and the Argentinian team and how they've got, like, guys that are, yeah, they're, they're NBA players, but realistically they just, like, five through ten NBA players, maybe one good starter. Like, 
But the difference is those we teams should be walking over those teams. So the difference is, and it sounds like a classic Olympic case, but the difference is those teams have been playing together for for years now. For for in some cases, four to eight years. Whereas, like we just talked about, Team USA is going to throw together a team in three months and be like, "Eh, we should win the gold medal." When <laughs> Spain has been playing together for twelve years. Yeah, but you know what? I feel like <laughs> if I, I mean? went into the NBA and just selected, <laughs> that's how it happens. If I just selected, let's say. Seven dudes who played in a four-year span at like Kentucky. I feel like we should be able to get that done. See, now you're on something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, now you're on to something. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to trot out as much as people don't want them, Boogie and even a healthy John Wall, and throw in a Kevin Knox and just be like, hey guys, we need, we, we need a gold medal, like. Whatever, run what you ran at Kentucky. I don't care. Little Julius Randle, little Carl Anthony Towns, yeah, whatever. Little Kyle Devin Anthony Booker. Towns. See, yeah, I want to add. No, to Devin the, Booker has other aspirations this summer. But that's true. He's 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 he might be playing some playing some deep deep playoff basketball. Uh, but but I like what you're saying though. To be honest with you, a little maybe even little Coach Cal, Coach K action. They team up. They coach Team USA, and then you just have the the Kentucky Duke alumni team take on the world. That's uh. You know, it's right in my alley. I, I could go for that, that's for sure. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Olympics. It's in China, right? That's where it's supposed to be? Tokyo. Tokyo, Japan. Uh, should be interesting. Like I said, I saw the little flag logo pop up the other day on my cable box with the Olympic rings, and I was hey, like... you don't care. Just so we're clear, what do you, mean you I don't, don't care? care about the Olympics. Hey, nobody cares about the Olympics this, this year. This guy, what if I wanted to try to care? No, but you can try, but you won't. <laughs> Why did you just say this year? Because it was supposed to be last year, and obviously with the pandemic, right. they moved it a year. And this is the this is the shitty part about this is this this should have just been scrapped. This should have just been the like, hey, by year, but <laughs> you know, year, by, by, it's it's every four years. Yeah, I mean, or <laughs> by Olympic, but whatever. It's just it's hard with the way things happen with the IOC and the way the Olympics are done, where it's like they reward these cities and these like Tokyo's probably spent all this money on infrastructure and hoping all this commerce comes back in. Hey, it ain't coming. Commerce ain't coming. So they're going to take a loss on this. 10,000 volunteers quit the other day. I know that sounds like a drop in the bucket because they still have like 70, but 10,000 people being like, yeah, we're out. is kind of a lot. That's, so it's significant. And then how do you look at these athletes who only get f- every four years to possibly do this and be like, hey, sorry? Like, well, that's I, what I'm saying. You make them wait another seven years. Someone's been training, training hey man, for this mock. And be like, hey, you know what? Back in seven years. They said it was a pandemic, that? a worldwide one. What do you want us to do? We're just going to keep, we're going to keep pushing it back and not, if we don't have it this year, we're going to have it in 2022 and still call it the 2020 Olympics. Yes, that's but, 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 but why wouldn't they have it this year is, is a better question. Why wouldn't they have it? Because because as much as like numbers here may be falling and stabilizing, I don't think that's a worldwide thing. Yeah, I think people people lose sight of that is the truth. Uh, that's why I said it kind of jokingly, but it's the truth. People, that's why I laughed. Is people, people are like, oh, everything's back to normal. I'll take your mask off. It's like, yeah, this is a global pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> so rolling way. over to Japan <laughs> with people from a bunch of other countries and it's not like knowing one way or you. another is probably not the way to go about this. And not even just that, like. What do you what do you do with these people? You'd be like, hey, I know the Olympics are two weeks, but we're gonna need you here two weeks earlier than the two weeks so we can get you in a quarantine period, and hopefully right. it all goes well. Right, and we're gonna keep you here like two weeks longer, then you can't go back for the two weeks. To yeah, so prepare to spend and- two months in Tokyo. Yeah, uh, no. During a pandemic, and no. I heard there was a human strain of bird flu going around. No, I heard all kind of craziness. Sorry. 
can't do business with you. You know, you bring up some good points <laughs> that I had not yet considered. Uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, concerning the, uh, regarding the Olympics, uh, well, I guess we'll see, right? I mean, I, I would think that at this point, it's June. If you're gonna pull the plug, it's just over a month plug. away from starting this thing. I heard well, I saw a commercial point. the other day. They said the trials are in like a week. I was like, wait, yeah. we don't even have teams yet. No, I think it's just gonna be curious to see how it all comes together. I I don't think anybody's gonna be surprised that this is like a mismatch of. Well, who I knows mean, what. and even just to bring it full circle, you heard LeBron. LeBron was like, I'm playing for the Toon Squad this summer and not Team USA. So I'm sure he is. Yeah, catch him on HBO Max. God, if you can ever hear an eye roll over the microphone. That was one right there. Him and his little Space Jam. I'm I, I'm not like MJ, but here comes my Space Jam track. Get out of here, dude. Get out of here. He isn't like MJ. No, he's not. You're right. You're right. You're not at all because MJ is a man. Um, undefeated in championship <laughs> play. Undefeated in championship play. And uh, as was pointed out on during during one of the pregame broadcasts this week, also never suffered a first-round exit after he started winning titles. You know what? Let's get off him for that. I mean, it's 14 years that he's been in the playoffs. Hey, and he shit's going to happen. He is 36. Like, um, I, I get it. I get LeBron James and the wear and tear. The, the, the truth is the biggest thing is the Anthony Davis. Uh, real, real quick, let me run this by you. So I don't know if you saw this. They, they, I don't know if it's just a Friday thing, but they did a sports center with Stephen A. the other day. And I was so into it. It was Sports Center with Stephen A. And they just had, I thought it was a segment, but it was just Wilbon and Perkins. Basically, three screens. He's just doing Sports Center. And he's going off. And they, and they were talking about um, Damon Lillard possibly wanting out and stuff. And uh, it went from that. And he basically was talking about Kevin Garnett and how Kevin Garnett said in his Hall of Fame speech, his biggest regret was not getting to Boston sooner. So they were like, is, is Dame going to be on his way out of there? Blah, blah, blah. And Jalen Rose comes on the pregame show and was just like, I'm going to put something out there for you. If I'm the Lakers and they call up and they say, we'll trade you Dame for Anthony Davis, who says no? And I was like, you the know. The Lakers say no. That's all I'm going to say. Look at what Dame Lillard did in the playoffs this year. Yeah, I know what Dame If you put him on the Lakers, no, they are Anthony, not going home. They Anthony, are not going home. Anthony, yes, they probably still are. But Anthony Davis is more complete of a player. Damian Lillard is a hell of a scorer. Damian Lillard, I mean – Jesus Christ, that overtime game against Denver the other day, it was like, is this man going to miss? I mean, you saw the thing with Austin Rivers. He was like, finally. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? You don't think the Lakers could have used a little bit of that? A secondary score? Someone I who think the Lakers could have used any type of shooting, personally. That's what but you also about. could see it. You could see it in the LeBron and LeBron's mannerisms, he was like, yeah, this ain't going to work. Talking about his shoulders were built to carry this team. It was, you could see it right into the beginning of the game. He was like, yeah, we ain't got it. We ain't got it. It's not going to happen, especially when Phoenix hit every shot they threw up. But everything. Anthony Davis is a better defender. He's going to protect the rim. He's gonna he's gonna give you more of a mismatch than Damian Lillard's going to do. I mean, they can get. I mean, Schroeder was awful in these last few games. But <laughs> you're making my point. You know what I mean. Schroeder was awful. And if you look at the Lakers, look at their big men supply. Look at their depth. Okay, they got plenty of big guys. Hey, I don't know if you saw this, but there's an APB out for Andre Drummond over these last two games because well, no one saw him. Between Drummond, Gasol, uh, uh, Harrell, and Kuzma in the front court, Kuzma, you, you can make it one. happen. Hey, we figure between the four of them, LeBron, uh, Damon Lillard, and that mishmash combination of KCP, Wes, uh, Wesley Johnson, uh, Caruso, throw throw a guy in there. Throw a, throw a you shooter. Can, you can throw, throw any guy, in, guy there, in there, but the problem is, is like I think when LeBron, like it's great that they won a title last year with the whole bubble and everything. But I feel like LeBron showed up in LA and he just like took everything that Kuzma ever had as far as confidence <laughs> and was his just job, like I'm gonna his need position. this because 
I don't know what the hell happened to Kyle Kuzma. Like this guy was, he, there were points where he was putting up shots and I was just like, why? I was yeah. like, we both know that's not going in. He's like, I have to shoot, bro. I'm not going to get any other chance I, I to just, shoot. Just, like, you just knew when it <laughs> left his hand, it wasn't going in. And yeah. then you just watch Drummond. Drummond can't catch an entry pass without fumbling it all over the place. So they finally sit his ass and then they finally throw in Harrow. Like this team was just a wreck and they knew it. And this. Oh well, bye Lakers. Let's talk. Let's talk about them real quick. Yeah, they. It looked like honestly they were the favorite. Somehow they were the seven seed, and they were the favorite against the two seed coming into the series. Well, somebody made a lot healthy, of money. Somebody made a lot healthy, of money. No, if they're healthy, they should be. You saw it in games two and three where they came out and the size just dominated. But that's what I'm getting at. The, you know what I mean? What's so, the best ability? The best ability is your availability. Availability. Yeah, I get it. And Anthony I Davis that. is MIA in the clutch. Right now, you know what I mean. It's like they 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 didn't like need him to maybe get back. Like they needed him to be on the floor, and he's nowhere to be well, found. Man, Schroeder wouldn't hit anything, and that's what KCP I'm was gone for a couple of games. And like I said, we're still looking for Kuzma. And so I, I think they got by. Everyone forgets they just won the title in October. I don't and know. Usually that's when the season starts. They got by with Anthony Davis and Rondo playing the way they did. But I think he kind of realized he needs LeBron needs a guard. Who can score and take that pressure off of him, or, or else at least set the table? Something, you know what I mean? Because it's funny as it sounds that all those years he had Kyrie, and th- that's the only reason yeah, why Kyrie's not a playmaker. No, no, but I'm saying table. just, just, just another guy who can handle the ball and get his own shot and score when needed. Um, but that's why when Jalen Rose brought it up, I was like, you know what? I didn't think of that one, but that's actually would Portland say no if all of a sudden if they know Damon Little wants out and all of a sudden they can get Anthony Davis back for him? I, I don't know. You know what I mean? But it's just an interesting thing to think about going into the offseason. Obviously, the Lakers fall to the Suns. Uh, Chris Paul, congratulations to Chris Paul. Devin Booker, another one, playing out of his mind. Uh, you got to give these guys credit. But it was still a surprise to see. Again, we know the injuries happened. We know the reason why the kind of Lakers fell off. But it's still weird seeing LeBron James being home in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, but Phoenix moving on means that they will actually take on Denver, the team who eliminated uh, the Portland Trailblazers, as you mentioned, after Dame Willard had that godlike game where he just couldn't miss. It still wasn't enough. That's the real sad part where I, where I feel Portland. You saw Dame Willard do, basically, in the last two years, anything you could possibly imagine on the basketball court. Still not enough for him to get out of the fucking playoffs. First round of playoffs. What do you expect? I don't know. The West is tough. That's Chris Paul about it. You think Chris Paul's hot bleeds for Damian Lillard? Get no, out of here. No, but I mean, that, that's kind of the point. Like, Chris Paul's what, Step 35 game now? Up. Like, you know what I mean? And he's finally getting to, like, the next round with a team that maybe. That's uh, bullshit. If he was available, it, they would have had the, they had the Warriors when he, he was, was unavailable. Yeah, street clothes. Here we go yeah. again. The best ability again. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Um, Phoenix will go on to take on Denver. Denver, we talked about before, is missing Jamal Murray. But they, they didn't need him against Portland, surprisingly. Monte Morris. Monte Morris. What do you think is going to happen when Jokic now has DeAndre Ayton going against him? Do you think do you think it's going to be a repeat? I, in my opinion, I think Phoenix actually has a really good chance in this series to come out and beat Denver. Although I don't know who's going to be favorite. I, here's the thing: DeAndre Jordan's DeAndre Jordan, DeAndre Ayton is not going to be shooting eighty percent in this series because that that's a fact. Because <laughs> he's not going to be able to just hang out around the rim the yeah. way he was in the last series. He's going to be working. Because uh, Jokic <laughs> ain't playing just on the rim, around the rim, and he's gonna have to come out and possibly guard that three point line and get caught in switches and yeah. get hit off that pick and roll. So he's gonna have to watch you know, out now. Jokic is at another level right now, so I wouldn't discount this 
Nuggets team. And when you see when Porter Jr. gets it going, you know, yeah. that's a tall guy. No one's who's got in that. He's tall and long, folks. He can score it. You know, this so and if they can still get these contributions the way they have from Monte Morris and your man Capazzo, not your man, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, you know, Denver's got a real shot here. I don't think we should be counting them out. Yeah. You know, because Phoenix is that team where they look dangerous when everything's going down. But if they start missing shots, like everything else in the league, you know, it's a right, make right. or miss league. But if they start really missing those shots, I mean, they were on fire. To start. I mean, they clearly saw the Lakers were hurt, and they were like, we're burying them tonight. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I, Denver might defend a little bit better. I, you could see the Lakers weren't trying at certain points, but. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of like Denver. Denver. I think Denver has a good chance, man. Like you said, with Jokic, with uh, I was gonna say KCP. With Michael, <laughs> Chris Paul still ain't hundred percent. You can see him. He's so. not. Well, Michael Porter Jr. with Aaron. I think Aaron Gordon's been playing pretty well for this team as well. Um, but the three of those guys up front, Phoenix is gonna have a tall order. I mean, they have the Andre Ayton, but they have a bunch of like small guys. I mean, they've been playing Crowder and, and Cam Johnson. As tall as it gets after that. He's like the next big guy, basically. You know what I mean? So they have two bigs against a front line that's. Really versatile in Denver, and like you said, uh, Aiden's going to be running around, chasing. He's not going to be able to be able to sit in the paint and, and sit there like before. So it's going to be a fun series. I think a lot of people are going to see the way that Phoenix dispatched the Lakers and be like, "Oh, Phoenix is going to kill the Nuggets." It's like, ah, Jokic is probably going to be the MVP, and these are these young guys going, man. So the funny part was when when Murray got hurt, we all wrote the Nuggets off, and here they are, second round of the playoffs, and and we're talking about them competing. So I mean, all I know is Adam Silva is. If he's if he's anything from the David Stern tree, he can't wait to parade the Clippers to the line today. Because can you imagine if both LA teams are out of the playoffs if in the first round? So Ooh, I was just about wow, to get to that. Yikes! The, the second part of the of the Western bracket has been set. Yeah, obviously Utah's moved on, but we will set that today. Actually, to what time this afternoon? I think like three, three thirty. Three this afternoon as uh, the LA Clippers will host the Dallas Mavericks. That hasn't meant shit. I was going to say so. in Game Seven in the series where that actually <laughs> it favors the Mavericks in the series, uh, being in LA because the Clippers have yet to win a game at home in the series. Uh, I'm right about that, right? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, all, they're, all road wins. All road wins in the series. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Last game, you saw Kawhi go off of 47 points, 45, I believe. 45. 45 points. Probably looking at Paul George like, what the fuck, man? Like, Where bro, are you? Exactly. Stop turning the ball over. I'm out yeah. here working. I saw Reggie Jackson was out there swagged out with his glasses, his headband. Reggie Jackson was getting them Dropping 20 points, in bro. The beginning. Hell yeah. I put on, I was like, hold on, time out. Reggie Jackson combined with a Kawhi to score like 67 points, and where is PG-13 at? Where is Paul Playoff George? Playoff P is in the bathroom. Holy moly. I saw another rumor about him being traded already. I'm like, Paul George is just that guy now. If you're on a playoff team and you need to upgrade your team, it's like, we may acquire Paul George this offseason. Like, that's what he's become. He's become that guy who, like you said, when a team needs him, eh, maybe he's around, maybe he's not. But someone's always going to think that he's the he's the piece that their team needs to to get him over the hump. As Oklahoma City saw, he's the piece you need to, to acquire more draft picks, basically. And that's about it. <sighs> And sadly, Boy, true. Did they. it's it's gonna, like you said, it's going to be more of a conundrum for the L.A. Clippers if they lose this game. Kawhi Leonard can opt out of his contract and leave. <laughs> There's no way to say it. He can straight up. I don't think up, he's going anywhere, but that's just, you know. I don't think he's going anywhere either, but. <sighs> these guys sit here all this time wanting to be, I want to be in L.A., I want to be in L.A. It's like you get to L.A., it's like, hey, guy, you know what? When you get here, you still got to win and you still got to build a team. Well, that's had a good thing going in Toronto. You know, I don't – maybe Kevin Durant finally saw it, but, like, some of these guys should just look around and be like, hey, what if we got the fuck out the West? Right. 
<laughs> like here's a crazy this East idea. thing looks pretty simple. Well, you said Kevin Durant saw that, and now I'm granted he's playing Milwaukee now, but it's like, yeah, he went to the Boston Celtics. They lost one game, and now they're playing Milwaukee, which Probably is a tough they matchup. Were bored. More than likely, probably had a nice night out the night before I mean, getting yeah. to Boston. Well, Tatum had fifty. That was like we said. Also, that wasn't happening again. Hey, Jason Tatum. I also want to bring this up. He scored like when I did the math. I was like, so wait a minute. He scored like hundred twenty-seven points in three games. I was like, people will never talk about this because obviously they got their asses kicked and it was so bad. But every time my man scored like hundred twenty-seven points in three games. He was looking around <laughs> okay. and Jalen was in street clothes and he was like, wait, Kemba's in street clothes too. Jesus, what am I out here, per- Richard? Oh, God, no. Man. But like I was saying, so so the Western Conference will finish off with Kawhi and Luka literally playing for the last spot in the playoffs to play off against Utah. I mean, Utah was nice against Memphis, but I mean, I'm still waiting for them to play a really good team in the playoff situation. So I'm, I'm curious. Guess what? They're out. not getting one in the next round. You don't, you don't think the Clippers or the Mavericks will be able to give them any kind of test? I hate the Clippers. I'm actually. I am so done with the Clippers. I'm done with the talking and the lack of results. It's just annoying at this point. And Dallas is nice, but Luca's hurt, and they don't have all the other pieces. Somebody find me KP. I don't know where he is. Uh, Averaging 13 and four in this. Tell him to fix his face too, because he looks miserable the entire time. They're winning games, and he looks like an idiot. But Kendrick like, Perkins is like, I'm gonna need him in the paint. <laughs> He's seven foot two. I'm gonna need him in the paint tonight. Is that too much to ask? They, like, they traded for him, thinking shots. that it was gonna be Luca and KP in the future, and now they're just like, oh, what I mean, can we give? Yeah, where can <laughs> nothing, we move this guy to? Nothing is the answer, unfortunately. Although no contract is movable. I, honestly, I told you before, I wanted Luca to. I thought Luca, this was Luca's chance to kind of prove himself, have a nice story in the finals. Hopefully, face off against the Lakers. That is not gonna happen, obviously. But um. I honestly feel as weird as it sounds. I know the way that the Clippers have played it have has been less than ideal, but I think whoever comes out of the series has a real chance. I mean, Utah. I think Denver doesn't really have a chance because I think you know this this that team. You think Denver? No, not Denver. Dallas. Okay. Dallas. You know, it's a nice team, but it's, but Luka. it's all Luca. It's Luca and friends. And, yeah, and it just <laughs> and if his supporting cast isn't really hitting shots again, make a miss league. But like, I don't know what. He can't come out here and at some point, like, it's not going to be 47 every night. Yeah. No, and, or maybe it is. No, <laughs> or, it's not. Or maybe it's not. it is. It's not because you can't do this for four rounds. This is, what, 22 years old? Four I mean, rounds, seven games, seven games a series? This no is what way. I was telling you about. This is what I was no talking about last way. week, though. Hey, so I watched the Celtics play the Nets, and I'm like, why can't Romeo Langford – or uh, what's Jesus the other guy? Or Aaron this is real. I'm like, this is real. No, no, I thought we were done no, with no, the Celtics. Hear me out. I'm like, why can't Romeo Langford or Aaron Neesmith? Why can't one of these guys hit shots? Just give us something. And Luca's out there, just like at the maximum, just pouring it. In. He's he is that young guy who's not just hitting one two shots. I mean, he is hitting like every shot from the logo. My point is, give him a chance. You never know. Maybe maybe point that's exactly what you guys do. Don't equal Luca's left hand. So I don't know what you're hoping for. I just think that if Luca can pull it out. I think it's that they set up nicely against the Utah Jazz. I think both of these teams do. And as funny as it sounds, again, we were talking about it before we went on the air. I look at the eight teams who are left in the playoffs, I'm like, one of these teams is going to win the NBA title? The Jazz, the Nuggets, the Suns, the or possibly the Mavericks or the Clippers are going to be a Western Conference representative. Picture that one. The who? Oh, yeah, yeah. The so I'm just talking about the right, five right. teams that are technically I know. left. I know. That's I mean, what I'm saying. We'll get down to four by, you know, mid-afternoon today, but. It's crazy to think. It's crazy to think. And honestly, if you look at it, I mean, the only team that's really gone that's like crazy is the Lakers. 
I mean, elimination wise, who who else did you think could win the title that's eliminated? But that's what you I mean. Yeah, I guess you that's, know what I mean? that's fair. But what I'm saying is, like, you look at these teams and you just go, "Wow, yeah, exactly." <laughs> wow, go, really? Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. Like I said, I, I'm 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 gonna take the, the Mavericks in this one just because I'm such a Luca guy. But I can really see Kawhi coming off again, and maybe maybe even getting a little help from. The aforementioned Paul George over here and, and possibly moving on. But I'm going to take the Clippers in this one. Who do you like? Oh, excuse me. I'm the Mavericks in this one. I don't care. I don't care if you have to make me pick one. I think the Clippers have to win for the sake of the NBA. But <laughs> do, do, do I trust them? Absolutely not. He's got the Adam Silver calling. I mean... Would it shock you if at four o'clock today the Clippers had just imploded and let you down? No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't that's, shock anybody. And and honestly, that's what I expect. I expect that even Stephen A. Smith the other night when the, when Game Six was on, he was like, "I expect the Clippers to win this game so they can go back to Game Seven and lose it at home in stereotypical Clipper fashion." <laughs> I was just like. So yeah, bad. yeah, that sounds that sounds right. That sounds right. All right, uh, on the eastern side, of course, the Brooklyn Nets dispatched of the Boston Celtics. The bigger news from that series wasn't the fact that Brooklyn won. It's that the very next day I woke up, I'm watching first take, and all of a sudden they're about to go to break. And they would, they, they, there had been rumors throughout the morning that Danny Ainge might have an announcement where he, he uh, could possibly step down. There's also rumors that he he may also be looking to go to another team. These guys always get to save face with the resignation and the retire. They don't want to say we're getting rid of them because the results aren't there anymore. But I think this is a true case. I mean, when, when you no, it's not. It, uh, so I watched I watched the entire press conference. When you heard everybody talk about it, it didn't seem like. And this is why I say that. Okay, and I don't know if you realize this. So Danny Ainge isn't as funny as it sounds. He stepped down from his position. He's not leaving the team. Like he's still going to be there for the next three months. He said he retired. Right, and this, but hear me out. You're absolutely right, and that's why I'm saying like, I, I tend not to believe that it was a forced out situation. He retired, absolutely, and he's also going to be there for the next four months working there, helping Brad Stevens get up to speed and stuff. So my point is, if someone is truly forced out in this business, they get the hell out. <laughs> they are fired. They are removed, and nobody wants them around. That's true. Danny Ainge is hanging out, making sure that there's a transition of power and making sure things go smooth. This, this, this is a situation where I think people forget. Two years ago, Danny Ainge had a heart attack. He had a heart attack. They were in the bubble, and he, he I think he's just worn out and worn down. He's had this job for 18 years. Even he said, he said, if, if you told me back in 2003 when I took this job that I was going to be doing this for 18 years, I would have thought you were crazy. 18 years. I think he realizes, honestly, it's it's a different league. Players are younger, and maybe he doesn't quite connect just the same. Um, but I think overall health-wise for him and his family, I think it was just the right time. He mentioned in the press conference, we had a less than stellar year, the Boston Celtics. It wasn't, well, that's putting it mildly. <laughs> it wasn't the way anybody wanted to. And because of that, maybe it's the perfect time for a transition. And when you put it that way, I was like, yeah. He was like, I've been thinking about this since early in the year, like around the trade deadline, and it was just the perfect time. But the real shocker came. It wasn't just Danny Ainge news. It was that Brad Stevens had He's officially down. President Stevens now. He stepped down as head coach of the Boston Celtics, and he is officially the president of basketball operations. Makes no over sense, but hey, whatever. Ainge. Get a guy in there who's no experience. Boom. I think more than anything, though, he – Again, this is all addressed in the press conference. <laughs> Those two have been working side by side, hand in hand with each other for the last seven years, and they feel like 
and this is what wasn't said. I think Brad Stevens just won out from coaching. I think the bubble itself, I think uh, Woj had a couple reports that he was just burnt out from the whole situation. Well, who the hell wouldn't be at this point? Right. He's watching Marcus Smart just jack things up at the wrong time. But I also think he's been close to this roster, and he knows these guys, and I think he loves the Boston Celtics. I think he wants to be a part of this organization. He realized it's a great organization to be a part of, and going forward, at first I was stunned. Now I, I kind of like the move. The, the thing I don't like, though, is that the Boston Celtics went from having unquestionably one of the top five GMs in the league and one of the top five coaches in the league. And they don't have that anymore. They don't have either. They don't have either of those anymore. Either. And None of them. That's an, uh, not to question Brad Stevens, not to say he can't do a good job. It's just right now, as we currently stand, we don't know the kind of job he had. And we know that Danny Ainge was eventually able to bring in Hall of Famers to this to his organization, um, win a championship, set us up with the Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown picks. Do so things you're not excited to get Jason Kidd as your head coach. You know Not what? as excited as Damian Lillard. As far as the new head coaches go, I wouldn't mind seeing Sam Cassell come in here. Oh, boy. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Jason Kidd come in here. There's there's a couple guys who I think would do a good job. Some people are throwing out crazy names like Kevin Garnett should come and coach the team. It's like Kevin Garnett is, is not a coach, first of all. Second of all, he's trying to buy a team. Um, mm. You know what I mean? Like the, he's, in, the, he's trying to be like those guys, not trying to be like, like, like coaching the team. But I do think it's interesting to see what happens with the Celtics going this year. The general manager now has the most intricate, like by far, has the most intricate knowledge of the players on the roster. Like nobody knows more about their, no general manager in the NBA knows more about their players than Brad Stevens. So you're telling me That's he the one can't wait to trade Marcus Smart. I'm saying that he probably knows, he probably has a plan already. <laughs> I'm not saying it's Marcus Smart. I'm just saying that if anybody. It's Grant Williams. Coming into that job, he has to have the most clarity and, and, and the, the best sense of vision for where it should go to have success. That's the things I like about it. So I, I really am curious to see what happens. I, I like Brad Stevens. I'm glad he didn't leave the Celtics. Um, I'm sad to see Danny go for all the kind of flack you give Danny. I, it really said it to me. I was like, wait a minute. So I'm not going to get to re- sit around and suspense every trade deadline. I'm not going to get to sit around and hope that that my man Danny's going to pull the trigger somewhere. Like, you know me. I like deals. And Danny was you my like guy. You like deals, because but here's the problem. You man, Danny wasn't making deals. He was just taking draft he, pick he, he wasn't after making good draft deals. pick <laughs> after draft pick. Well, I mean, you, you, can't only say 15, deals. you only get fifteen guys on the roster. You don't need all seven picks. Look, that that's that. Uh, the second stash pick, the Euros. You got to stash. I'm still not over them taking uh, Solinger and Fab Mello over Draymond Green, and but you got to give them credit for things like like the Jalen Brown trade. Nobody does that trade. No one t- trades down for the number one pick and still gets their guy. It, it's small things like that. It's getting you mean Kate, the Jason Tatum. Excuse pick. me. I said what is it? Jason Brown. Jeez. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Goodness gracious. Um, the Jason Tatum trade. Uh, the trade in the first round pick of the draft, which I remember me the other day. She was like, remember when the Celtics won the lottery and you wouldn't stop hopping up and down? I was like, because it finally happens. We waited all those years. It finally happens. We waited all those years and didn't even pick first. <laughs> we, we did not even pick first. But, um, nope. In my, no Kevin Durant. In my opinion, it's, a, it's an exciting time to be a Celtics fan. Um, but one thing can be assured, I think, going forward. They're gonna be some changes on this team. Oh, for sure. <laughs> There's gonna be some changes on this team, and I think the the real hunt for a third star. I, I'm not gonna speculate on the whole chemistry situation about his health injury, about what's gonna happen. But I mean, they obviously need to do something to this team to upgrade it. Um, and and we'll see what Brad Stevens' vision for this team is. With that being said, the team that dispatched them, Brooklyn Nets, in the playoffs, they played last night against Milwaukee, and like we were talking about, it wasn't really that close of a game. We lost James Harden in the first quarter, first minute of the game. But then an unlikely ally comes in and puts up his first double-double in years. 
That's right. I'm talking about the guy who I should go find the episode because you're like, he's washed up. He's done. He's not going to do anything. And then Blake Griffin comes in and has a double-double in this playoff game, by the way. Yeah, that's because if I don't know if you noticed, there were points where they were just like, let Blake shoot. It, they will learn to live and die with Blake Griffin shooting. And that's he made the shots. Again, make a miss league. Boom. And it killed them today. I promise you they'll do it again in game two. Do what? They'll be like, let him shoot. Let so let's see if he can do it again. Pull up, Blake. Pull up. Pull up you gonna, pull up. What are you going to do? You're going you gonna to leave Kyrie? You're going to leave KD? No, we know those guys will make shots. I'd rather right. see if Blake Griffin's washed up self can make the shots. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It, it was fun to see him out there doing work. It was fun. I saw a stat line this morning. I was like, really? Double-double out of Blake, huh? Like I said, it took James Harden being out of the lineup um, for them to actually need him and get those shots that much. But uh, they were able to dispatch Milwaukee pretty handily. I'm, I'm one of those people who thinks Milwaukee is kind of a pretender all the time. Do you think Milwaukee has a chance in the series? Because yeah, we talked absolutely. about they should have been down in the block killing these guys. They weren't, yeah. and then they got routed without Harden. So you think they still have a chance? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think like, again, any, any series don't start until a road team, home team loses the game. So it's uh, yeah, they'll be just fine. Yeah, it'll be just fine. If you say so, man. I, I didn't see like you saw you talked about Brooke Lopez and, and Giannis going down in the box. They should have been killing those guys in the post. They weren't. Um a little too much threes out of Milwaukee, I think. But uh Everybody's in love with the three ball. Everybody's in love with the three ball nowadays. Oh. But uh yeah, I, I still think Brooklyn's gonna come out of that. The, the other interesting series to start up and again, pending Joel and Beats health. Philadelphia's supposed to take on Atlanta. Um, you were saying before, you think no matter what Philadelphia is going through, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that's the case, man. If Joel Embiid is hurt, if he, if he, Anthony Davis is the situation, if he comes in the game, has to be removed, doesn't come back, is out for two or three games, Atlanta gets up a game or two. I don't know, man. Trey Young I, can I score it. Uh, yeah, he can score it, but Philadelphia can also play defense. They're not gonna let. They're not gonna just let him get off these shots the way he was doing whatever the hell he wanted against the Knicks. I guess, but I mean, like we talked about before, they have Ben Simmons, you have Thibel. These guys are a little bit bigger. They they don't really have like a small, quick guard defender. And I think Trey Young's going to put a little stress on these guys. If they don't have Embiid, that means they're going to have to rely on the one and only Superman himself, Dwight Howard, in the post. Which yeah, but I'm not asking him to go out there and get me 25. What I'm asking him to go True. is protect my rim, give me some putbacks, probably get some lobs. I'm not running plays for rebounds. Dwight Howard. Right, exactly. Play defense and. Get second chance opportunities. Know your role and shut your That's mouth, it. Dwight. That's that is <laughs> it. That is all I want out of Dwight Howard. I want you down there and don't don't let Clint Capella just catch rim runs and alley oops. Right, That's right. it. <laughs> you go out there and do that, and then don't let him do the same thing you're doing out there. And then maybe we have some some chance for success. Yeah, no, we'll see. I do think that's going to be a fun series to watch. We talked about Philadelphia and New York being a fun series to watch before. I think, uh, excuse me, Atlanta and New York, jeez, man, being a fun series to watch before. I think Philadelphia and Atlanta will be just the same. Um, yeah, we already talked about the shakeups in Boston. Uh, Portland, you know, I'm just going to wait to see. Portland is like Green Bay to me. I don't think they're going to trade their star until they trade their star. Uh, one thing I did want to bring up. Why did they trade him? There's nothing there's no incentive for them to trade him. Because he's 31. I think he's going to be 32 years old. And they've shown clearly, I think, now that this is as far as the team's going to go. Well, I mean, so if, know, that, if that's what you want, if you want a second-round playoff team, first-round playoff team every year, but I can tell you who doesn't want that, Damian Lillard. Well, maybe that guy should also stay healthy, too. Zach Collins isn't a picture of health. They still keep him around. My guy, for as, man. For as much as everyone hates on Melo, he's available, and Melo will Vintage, still get you yeah. points. Hell, yeah. 
not going to play anybody up on defense, but he'll still get you points. <laughs> he ain't stopping anybody, but he'll, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll get you points. Nurkic isn't side. always healthy. Like, it's not. Yeah. No, Nurkic isn't always healthy. Like you said, they rely on Kamo. Dean was out part of the season. McCollum was out part of the season. Like, yeah, I don't think Robert Covington That stands to where you get the sixth seed. Yeah, I just think it's time for Portland to do something. Something that's going to get them somewhere. They do have CJ McCollum. That's the sad part. They're going to waste CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard's career just first, second round exits. Like, it just, both those guys are really good, man. They're really good. They should be making an impact somewhere. Um, real quick, I wanted to ask you just because you said you were such a big fan of it. Is there anything, has there been anything really good in playoff hockey that I need to know about? I watched the Bruins game last Everything. night. Sadly, they lost the game. It, it was four to one. It looked bad. Like I told you, they added two empty netters. So it was really a two to one game, but Pasta missed a wide open clanger. And wide open, wide open, just right off the <sighs> post. And then he just fell to the mat like a, de- <laughs> just on the mat, the dejected. ice, just dejected. Yeah, he should have been. Uh, man. What, what are, are there any other good series? I saw uh, there was a game seven in the first round. Tor- Toronto ended up losing to the Canadians, I guess. Wah, wah. Wah, Three wah, straight losses wah. again. Bye, see you later. No longer want to talk about you. No, you got to watch this Colorado team. I was, I was Colorado this Colorado loss. team. Whoo. Hey now. Yeah, hey 99. Hey now. They lost the game, though, finally, right? In the yeah, first they finally Florida. lost one. Yeah, they did. To, to the I Vegas think, I Golden Knights. I don't expect that to go much <laughs> go further. Much I feel, they'll bounce back, I think, tonight. Um, you know, even in that, I don't know what Vegas was thinking in game one. <laughs> just They were like, let's put in the cold goaltender. I was like, wait, wow. And then Colorado proceeded to put up seven goals. Um, yeah. But this Colorado team, and the Vegas Knights, they're not, they're not a bad team by any means. I think they tied and lost out on a tiebreaker as far as the standings go for things like that to this Colorado team. But this, man, when these guys get going, woof, it's fun. Oh, is it fun? I'm confused. The, the Lightning are still in the playoffs, right? Yeah, the Lightning are out there trying to destroy and finish off the Hurricanes probably tomorrow night. Oh, so, oh that's a first-round series still. No, nope, that's a second-round series. So I'm confused. There's only eight teams left. So maybe that's my problem. Yeah. Did they, did they do realignment or something? So, yes. Yeah, so okay. They, they, I'm, real, I'm they like, realigned the whole thing for one, se- for one year. Okay. Thank because you. So, like, they only have four divisions. <laughs> and, like, like, the North Division is just all Canadian teams because they wouldn't let them leave the borders and stuff like that. So, that's what it is. Okay. So, there's a North. There's a West. I think there's a Central or a South. One of those two. And then you have the East Division. And then once you get those division winners, they'll reseed. Um, based off of points, I'm assuming, as far as where people go. So it's not going to be like your traditional Eastern or Western Conference. Like, there's a chance, not a good one, but there's a chance that, like, the Bruins could play the Canadians <laughs> in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. But that's it's probably not. Like, yeah, it's basically the way it's going to shake out no matter what is whoever wins the Canadian series between the Jets and – Who's it? The Canadians will probably play the winner of the Avalanche and the Knights, seeding wise. Because if you look at the point totals over the course of the season, that net, uh, Golden Knight series is whoever wins that will be the top point score, like point okay. for the season. Yeah. So they'll be the one seed no matter what. And then whoever's in that Canadian division is just they. Their point totals are just – they're going to be the four if they reseed that way. Okay. So it'll end up probably being those two series, and then that'll mean that, like, most likely 
you know, Tampa and Carolina winner plays Boston, New York winner. Yeah, because I was looking at it, I was like, wait a minute. There are six teams from the Eastern Conference left, and there are two from the West, by my count. What is going on here? Well, the typical, yeah, the regular. The way <laughs> that, that's aligned, what I was like. As I brought up, I was like, hold no, on. No, no, because Colorado, Vegas, and West. Winnipeg are all. Okay, so Winnipeg, I was like, Winnipeg was, one, was my one debatable, but I was like, you got the Lightning Series, the the Bruins Series, and I know where the Canadians play. So what exactly Yeah, is going so there's just a realignment for one year. Okay, that was fun. My face had nothing to do with the playoff talk you were doing just now because this always happens when we go off the air. Breaking news. Julio Jones has a new home, ladies and gentlemen. He has been traded to the Tennessee Titans for at least a second-round pick. You got to be kidding me. Why? You mad? You mad? I told you he wasn't coming to New England. Why are you salty? I'm salty because my dynasty fantasy football team is now ruined. (laughs) Oh, that's all you care about. Okay. Two of my high-power receivers now play for the same team, and uh, yeah, I don't know. But the truth is, it actually is kind of shocking. There was People said the Rams and Seahawks were looking out for him, but apparently Julio Jones has found a new home. He will be traded Maybe AJ Brown, AJ Brown's please went somewhere. I don't know if you saw the the uh, the Instagram video he posted. It was actually pretty hilarious. It was like plea to like talking about he has a, he's just sitting there. It's him and he's got a banner of like Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, and Julio Jones wearing the number eight behind him. And he's just like going on. He's like he's not gonna he's, win number eight. We're not doing this again. I'm already pissed off at my team for this jersey shit. AJ Brown just put it up. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he's going to. I'm just saying. But he's he's against Tannehill, Mr. Finger Roll, and you can't stop. Like he's oh, just, how's he gonna get eleven? That's what I'm saying. If AJ Brown said he was more, that's my point. That's my. I'm, I'm in the middle of telling you right now. AJ Brown was like, I'm more than happy. The reason why AJ Brown wears 11 is because of Julio Jones. Yeah, but I don't care. Like this shit is wild at this point. I don't even care about that. I, I just like this jersey shit is trying to drive me. <laughs> Julio Jones gets traded. He's worried about the jersey crazy number. Crazy this season. <laughs> he's worried about. Is he wearing number eight? Because I boycott if he wears number eight. I'm so mad about these jerseys. Look, man, we're, we're, we're one of the two things. We're going to have to get used to it. Or, no, I don't want to. Or they're going to see how stupid it looks and they're going to change it too. Hope to God that happens. You know what I mean? Plus, not to mention, I don't know how my dumbass team was like, yeah, we're going to let you win number nine. I'm like, what? Who's going to win number nine? Jalen Smith. Yeah, so see, sad. you know what I'm saying? So sad. It's funny to sound. It's so it's, disrespectful. It's going to sound a little biased, but it's like, I'm not as mad about like the wide receivers doing it because I guess you can still kind of tell, but it's like. The line, like if you see a linebacker or like a, a lineman wearing twenty, like I'm just gonna be like, this Ouch. is fucking stupid. It's fucking dumb. This My is linebacker's dumb. gonna be wearing nine. But like I said, breaking news: Julio Jones has been traded from the Atlanta Falcons to the Tennessee Titans. Really, not surprising news. We all knew he had to be traded. We all knew Atlanta was in cap hell. We all, like we talked about last week on this show, Julio Jones basically came out and was like, "I'm not coming back to Atlanta." But Tennessee, yeah, like we said though, that was probably because he's had internal conversations about how they're like, "Hey, man." You make too much with right. the cap space. Absolutely. And we just drafted Kyle Pitts and, and Calvin Ridley, and uh, we got a little bit of depth here. Does this make Tennessee? No. Any, you don't think that raises the level of Tennessee at all with Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, and Julio Jones? They need someone to get the targets. They lost John Smith. They lost Craig De- uh, Corey Davis Excuse me, to the Jets. Now you have Julio Jones stepping okay. in. You don't think that does anything? You know what Julio, oh, jo- you know what Julio Jones could possibly be? What? Street clothes Julio. Oh, Bring it all the way back around. All right, Julio, Street not clothes, always a picture of health. Julio. So 
I don't know, man. I think that's a big move for them. Maybe, maybe he can do something. Give me that, my Colts. I'm telling you, this guy should have went the there. Colts, man. Carson Wentz and the Colts for some reason. I don't know I what st- it is. I, I, love st- I still kind of forget Carson Wentz is their quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> when I, I when I when I think about it then. again, but I still don't care. I still don't care. All right, real quick so we can get out of here. How was the UFC fight night last night? I forgot it was on. I was watching the Bruins. I was watching the Nets. I know you checked some of it out. I checked some of it out. I was thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly unimpressed by Walt Harris. I I don't know what the fuck, man, at this point with him. God, big ticket. No ticket at this point. No cash. Yeah, it looked like – no, it's not even a matter of cash and bets. It's just that's his nickname, the big ticket. But, uh, my God, like – Comes out, looks great, rocks the guy, looks like he's going to put him away, and just gets flattened out and just mercied. Like, it's like the ref's just looking like, really? Really? This is the best you got to defend this? Really? All right, I'm going to stop this. This is what you came here with? I just like, man, like, and I know Walt Harris has gone through some shit with his stepdaughter, and that's always something you never want to have to go through, but my God goodness this is the second straight fight where i'm like walt what are we doing get it together player and then there was you know going to the main event just rosen strike i mean my god is that how it'll put you to sleep with one second left in the round one second left in the round puts the guy out (laughs) over him all over again this time just in the first round (laughs) Yeah, I was uh, like I said, I was watching the Nets game, watching the hockey game. Then I was like, "Is this even worth me firing up my ESPN Plus?" So I opened up Bleacher Report. I didn't see anything spectacular, so I was like, "Ah, eh, I'll get the the filling from Anthony tomorrow." Sometimes I have to go back and watch. I'll go watch it. It's not. It's not even a matter of like I like fights. I mean, I was more dialed into the Bruins game last night, but like I like fights. I had it on a side screen and just like, you know, you. I'm not rooting against fighters, but I am rooting for certain fighters, like just because I like the, the story, the way they fight, the way they. Right. And it's just, man, just maybe I got to reevaluate the way I'm rooting for some of these guys because <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man. Get it's it. been a year of watching guys I really like. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say their careers are over, right. but <laughs> it's just like it's not uh, going well for these gentlemen. It's not going well. Hey, I thought Walt Harris had a real chance to bounce back in this fight. I'm not saying Masin uh, Tybar is a uh, is a slouch or anything, you know, but I think he's on like a ten fight win streak for now. But Woo-hoo. Walt Harris, my, I was really, I was really hoping he could just get something positive in the win column. Poor Waltz. Poor Waltz. He looked so good. Oh, he looked so good. <laughs> it was going so well for for good old Waltz over there for so long. All right, babe, what are you going to do? Is there, uh, is there a good pay-per-view coming up soon? Yes. Thought yes. So. This this Saturday, we're going to get Adesanya Vittori, and we're going to get Figueredo Moreno 2, and we're also going to get Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz on that card. Ooh. So big card coming this Saturday. Diaz brothers getting back into the ring. No, Diaz... Probably not gonna win this fight. <laughs> but, <laughs> I didn't say win. I said getting back into the ring. <laughs> but you know, it's uh, I think it's like plus three eighty. So hey, I mean, you know that sounds like to me. I'll tell you what, you can't do is you can't take sounds Leon like Edwards at minus five hundred. But you know, I don't think he's winning this fight. But we'll see. That's why it sounds pretty. Good. I'll tell you who I don't think is winning this fight at all, and I know Dana White likes him, but. Oh. Marvin Vittori, like Mike, like, we we need to. I know we the last time we saw Adesanya, he lost to Blahovich. Like I get it, but <sighs> come on, 
there are certain guys who are special, and Adesanya is one of those guys. Right. So, I'm I'm writing it down right now. I'm putting I put down Nate Diaz and not Vittori. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Not Vittori. (laughs) Nate Diaz and not Vittori. Uh, Take that to the window. Let's see. Let's see what that does for us. I mean, the last time I think we saw Vittori, I think he was laying all over fucking Kevin Holland, smiling ass while he was beating him up, but. Yeah, you, you, know. think, you think I'm joking? I'm, I'm gonna hit the old casino and see uh, see what that ticket comes out to. Put a put a put a little put a little wager on that. See how it comes out next Saturday. What or Sunday. Diaz and uh, Adesanya and, and not Vittori. Yeah, That's not right. Vittori. Pick someone else. <laughs> uh, I think that about do it Pick for us. The man. Animal Figueroa. <laughs> we got uh we got the basketball game seven on tonight. Uh, we got a couple hockey games on. Hockey taking prime time tonight. That's it, man. Basketball game seven is on at uh, three thirty on ABC. I'm assuming Dallas. We'll travel to out to the to the Clippers, obviously, to try to overcome them in Game Seven. Uh, Atlanta, Philadelphia, they tip off their their second round series. The first game tonight is at uh, actually this afternoon. Excuse me, it's the first game. Yeah, it's, it's at one p.m. One o'clock. Uh, then we have Winnipeg taking on Montreal in the first round of their second round series, and then Colorado is also taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. Colorado is up two to one in that one. Actually, Montreal's up two zero in that series now. Yeah, Ooh. this is what I mean. This connect, can, can, I don't want to get into Ooh. it. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. And the um, the somewhere place Red Sox are also the, usually this is how I know baseball falling off around here. Okay, they're playing the Yankees today, and it's the first time I've heard about it all weekend. Well, that's <laughs> okay. you're not paying attention. Then. Okay, I guess I, I mean guess I knew they were me. playing the Yankees, but again, like I tell you every week, I just don't care. <laughs> well, I worked twelve hours yesterday. So I wasn't paying attention at all. So maybe that had something to do with it. But uh, that'll that'll just about do it for us this week, man. Like I said, another another basketball loaded show. Julio Jones getting traded in the middle of the show. Who would have? Who would have thunk it? Jesus Christmas, man. I still think. Well, he was going to get traded. It was just a matter of when. I think Tennessee. Honestly, I do think that makes Tennessee the favorites, at least in their division. Stop I know you, you love the Colts. You love the Colts. That's a lot of firepower, brother. That's all I'm saying. It's a lot of firepower, dude, Tennessee. There's two wide receivers and, and Derrick Henry. Back. And Derrick Henry, bro. I got more than that in Dallas. And that is actually where we will end this show right there. Uh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you, are you we're telling gonna, me I'm gonna, lying? This is all I'm saying. There are a lot. There are so many differences between the Tennessee Titans and Dallas Cowboys. We do not have time to talk. Yeah, about my offense is way more explosive. That's why. Okay, okay. You know what? We, we, we will pick this up next week. Dallas's offense is more explosive than Tennessee's. Okay. Versus Who's week. saying it's not? Nobody right now. But next week, uh, we'll see. We'll see yeah, on another episode of the Loud Sports. You can show. say whatever you want, but we all know it's the truth. Thanks again for joining us, guys. As always, we'll be back here again next week, same time, same place. You can catch us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. And uh, make sure you watch Game 7 today. Enjoy the games, and we'll see you guys again soon. Explosive.